Hey girls, it's Ashley Caprice. Welcome to episode two of Go Girl, because women are powerful, where we focus on affirmations, motivation, and girl talk. Today's topic, are we ready for a woman to be the president of the United States of America? Mm -hmm. We'll get into it right after this. Your collar. You know we run the world. All right, so I am are two of the most powerful words, and what you say after shapes your reality. So you know I'm going to do my I am affirmations on every single episode. And this week, I want you to look at yourself in the mirror, say I love you to yourself, pause whatever you're doing, because today's affirmation is I am on the right path. I am on the right path. Now you're probably looking at the phone or looking at the computer like, girl, if you only knew my life right now, I am not on the right path. Yes, you are, boo. Don't even sweat it. No matter what you're going through right now, no matter what your life looks like, you are right where you're supposed to be. Now you might not be working. You might have a bomb job. Does Does anyone else say bomb? Am I... I blame my niece for that. She still says the bomb and you know, but so you might have a dope job. I don't know if that word was better, whatever. You might be living in your own home or you might be living on a couch at someone else's place right now. You might be in the best relationship of your life and you might not be wherever you are. You're where you're supposed to be. You're on this path right now to learn lessons. If you're not in the greatest place right now, maybe God is trying to teach you something. Sometimes he has to strip everything away for you to appreciate everything you have. You have to be grateful. There's this meme that says, if everyone could just stand around and throw their problems in a pile, I'm pretty sure you want to pick yours back up. Your life ain't that bad. Everything starts with your thoughts. So you are on the right path. You see all these people who might have all the money in the world living in mansions and they still are so unhappy. And do realize that everything is temporary, all your ups and downs. If life is popping right now, it might not pop in the future, I'm sorry to say. If your life is down, if your life is not on the right track right now, then that's temporary too. You'll get out of that situation one day. So enjoy life and remember just to stay content wherever you are. And focus on your spirit because that's the main thing you're going to take with you, whether life is up or down. And you could be on a certain path right now to build character. You need to humble yourself a little bit, baby girl. <laughs> Everything was going so fine. And you were like, yes. And you started looking down on people, started talking about folks. And then it was all taken away. And you're like, dang. And now you wish you were probably in that other person's shoes. Humble thyself. Or building character as in this path might be making you stronger. and might be making you wiser. So I always say, look at things as a lesson or a blessing. And trust the process. You might be on a path to teach you to trust the timing of your life. Instead of asking why, maybe ask, what is this trying to teach me? Am I learning patience right now? Am I learning to trust right now? So it all depends on your mindset. Say it. I am on the right path. Trust that. I'm sure some women in politics thought, am I on the right path? Girls, we're going to get into it. It's time for some girl talk. Yeah. The girls are talking, the girls are talking. 
excited. This is my first guest on my Go yes. Girls because women are powerful podcast. I'm so excited. I'm so pumped. <laughs> I love that I get to be the first. <laughs> I'm so excited to have activist Chella in here like with that. me. You like that? I love that. You do? And you also have a podcast. What's the name of it? Yeah, it's called Mod Rats. Okay. We talk about all the things. All the things. Um, Tom is the like creator founder. He's a porn addict. <laughs> Yo, he's talking about all the things. Uh, things. And like a father <laughs> and like struggles with like mental health issues. And then Juliet uh, is married and she uh, is married to like her first love. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's like a nationally ranked gymnast. And then there's activist journalist, me. There you go. <laughs> so we talk about all the things. Great balance there. And so uh, how can we hear your podcast? Oh, man. Uh, we're on iTunes. It's actually a vodcast, so we do video. Okay. And I'm in the back, like, switching cameras. So okay. he's Facebook, The Moderats Podcast, Instagram, The Moderats Podcast, mm-hmm. with the the in the front. Okay. So I brought you on because... We worked together at a radio station years ago, and we always had different conversations and stuff. And but I always knew that you are uh, really about women. You're really about politics. You get out there. I can't keep my mouth shut. You can't. You can't. But I love it. I'm like Chella is the one. So I brought you in, and I'm so excited to have you here with me. Um, We I do want to talk about one time. This girl is very badass. (laughs) She got arrested before. <laughs> you got arrested. That's that's kind of badass. But it wasn't for anything good. Like I didn't shackle myself to you know a, a building that was about to be, or you know step in front of a a person of color who was about to be shot. I was just wrong place, wrong time. Didn't leave. So what was the protest for? Uh, it was right after Trump was. Uh, elected but not inaugurated. There were all these like riots and rallies in downtown LA. Mm-hmm. Uh, and after work, I would always go and like film basically, like just to kind of capture history and you know be there. Um, and we were right around City Hall in downtown LA. And uh, we had gotten there because you know I worked on a late show. Um, and I didn't get there till like 11, mm-hmm. 10.30 maybe. So, you know, people get off work and they go at 7. The shit had been happening for a while. And apparently some protesters got on the freeway, uh, which is like a federal crime, like a big deal, right? Yeah, okay. So they had arrested some people on the freeway. Um, and then a few people had gotten away and were in the city hall area, like still blocking streets. Um, but, you know, L.A., the Women's March blocked all the streets mm-hmm. in downtown. Um, so it's not an unusual occurrence. But the police there had announced a number of times, you have five minutes to disperse. This has been declared an unlawful protest. Blah, blah, blah. Leave. Five minutes go by. You have five minutes to leave. <laughs> five minutes go by. You have five minutes. So me and my friend Timmy um, were just trying to like help people disperse. Mm-hmm. And... Um, the cops pulled this really impressive maneuver. They ran up the sides of the streets and they enclosed all of us. And I'm walking because I'm like, I'm a journalist. I am not in trouble. Like, I, but I didn't have my badge. Oh, okay. So smart. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, the the cops slowly come like closer and closer and rat like, like cows mm-hmm. <laughs> and like bring us in like cattle. And I'm like, I got my hands up and like, am I being arrested? Am I being detained? Am I free to go? <laughs> and no one would answer me. Finally, this cop goes, yes, you're being detained. And I'm like, shit. <laughs> That's gangster, though, Chella. <laughs> That's 
was a little gangster. So I was recording live, right? So I put my phone in my bra. I found this. Some cop took it out. I'm like, don't reach in there. Right. Had I thought about that when it was happening, I would have been like, oh, but they just took my phone out. I was like, oh, I knew they were going to do that. <laughs> I saw it going down on Facebook Live. I'm like, what is what is Chella doing? And then you get arrested, then the pictures come up. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, what is she doing mm-hmm. out there? And it then made, I was like, like local news. I love her. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it had been for a better cause. It was just... But, you know, I'm also willing to do that Yeah, to get arrested for stuff that's more important than just being wrong place, wrong time for Trump rallies and stuff. <laughs> and you have gone out to Black Lives Matters. Uh, yeah, that's protests. a really important one to me. Yeah. And, and I do want to talk about, well, why is it important for you? Honestly, um, I remember when I was growing up in like super Mesa, white, um, Mormon neighborhoods, my, the first cause that I can remember being super important was gay marriage because that was like really on everyone's mind Mm -hmm. with all the Mormons that I grew up with. So many Mormons. Um, (laughs) Not that I, you know, have anything against Mormons. I just know that their policy on LGBTQ people is ass backwards. But anyway. But anyway. um, So then I think it was Trayvon Martin, which was 2012. Yeah. That like was really when I started because I have always known that like group like white people group think be, is just toxic mm-hmm. maybe that's because i was young and experiencing the toxicity of it in like junior high and high school settings but like lack of diversity is super toxic so i went to a a more diverse high school and like just learned how to appreciate diversity uh and re- like recognize its benefits. So then when I was in college in 2012 and Trayvon Martin happened, I was like, okay, whoa, not only is like whiteness toxic, but you know, now it's deadly. Yeah. So I've been asked that question before. Like, what is it about black lives matter? Yeah. I think it's just the humanity of it. Like, yeah, you can not give someone a job and they'll go get another job. Or yeah, you can call someone a name and that'll piss them off. But when you're literally killing people, like what other... Mm-hmm. And especially when it's someone in the position of power, like cops are supposed to be the good guys that keep law and order and keep people safe. But when it's the good guy and people are rallying around the good guy, it's just really obvious for me to pick it out and be like, wait, no, y'all are on the wrong side. Like right. this is a battle that is deadly and right. so we got to fight this one before we fight the rest of them yeah we can fight for equal pay later and at the same time you know mm-hmm. it's it's scary out there and i remember um trayvon martin and so many cases afterwards and just being angry but i feel like as a black woman that's normal for us to be angry so All you're the time. yeah and you're a white woman and the fact that you fought for us, and you continue to fight for Black Lives Matter, I, I love that about you. It boggles my mind how white, more white women, like we can understand white men, like they don't get anything. They never understand because they've never experienced it. Mm-hmm. But women, white women, have experienced and lived sexism. Like they understand what how the patriarchy oppresses. Like it's happening to them. Mm-hmm. And still, there are 53% of white women that voted for Trump that are mm-hmm. like, you know, I don't care if he says he'll grab people by the pussy. And I also don't care if he says the Mexicans are rapists. Like, how, how can you live that humanity and not also see how it's 
yours too. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. I really don't understand white women. Yeah, <laughs> I don't understand why. Says the I white really woman. Says yeah. white woman. Yeah. No, but I totally understand. I uh, and I like that you even had hashtag Black Lives Matter on your sign at the Women's March. Yeah, I did that last year too. Yeah. <laughs> we went to Women's March uh, last month and it was incredible. I'm so glad you came. Thank you. I I wanted to go. And I'm like, do I go by myself or who would be down? I was like, let me hit up Chella. Hey. And there you were. You were like, yeah. And we're all Please. wearing blue and everything. Like, you just had it They're going to paint their faces. <laughs> we go all out. It was the blue wave, you know. And so I loved it. And the pictures were everywhere, daily news and, and whatnot. So it was crazy. But it was a great experience to be out there for Women's March. Because we have to keep fighting. I just wonder if the Women's March is going to happen, Here you know, after Kamala's president next year. That's what you think is going to be it? You know, when Hillary was running, uh, me and two of my girlfriends had plane tickets. We rented an Airbnb. We were going to her inauguration because I went to Obama's in 2016 with these two other girls from high school that mm-hmm. I'm still friends with. And we were so like hit by a wall shocked when she lost you know we'd already spent the money on going we were that sure it was going to happen and we're millennials we're poor you know Mm -hmm. um so as much as the optimistic side of me is like kamala my my crystal ball is full of gumballs, so it's hard to know. Yeah, like so. That's my question today. Are we ready for a woman to be the president of the United States of America? And we have three women who are um, Democrats, and they're running. They announced they that they're running for the presidency twenty twenty. And we have Kamala Harris, Elizabeth Warren, Kirsten Gillibrand, and um, pretty interesting. I like though, that women have the courage to say, okay, I'm going to do this. And I feel like, especially yeah. right now with Trump being in office, I'm like, I want to run for president. Damn. Same. <laughs> okay. But are we ready for this? And like you said, when Hillary Clinton lost, I think everyone or the people who supported Hillary Clinton and not Trump we're looking at the screen like, wait, what? Is this really happening? It was such oh, a confusing time. I'm such still a confusing confused. time. And I'm still confused. Well, she she did win by three million right. votes. You know? So yeah. fuck the electoral college. Can I cuss on this podcast? Go ahead, girl. Do fuck the electoral college. <laughs> That's why I love Chella. She's gangster. <laughs> <laughs> gangsta C, okay? I'll let me, take it. I'll let take me not it. say Gangsta C. That's my mom's nickname. So, but you could be Gangsta C point point two, two point. I'll take it. I'll take it. All right, but it's a high honor, high praise. So, I mean, we weren't ready years ago, but I do think America is maybe a little more open to it right now. Um, I mean, we've seen the resurgence and the backlash um, when Trump did actually get elected there there was a women's march there were the hundreds of women who got elected in all different kinds of positions all over the state uh, and honestly all over the freaking country um there was arizona finally mm-hmm. it's 
It is 2019, y'all. Arizona <laughs> finally has a female senator for the first time ever. Yeah. Uh, and then we have the first American Indian senator who actually also happens to be California's first black senator, Kamala. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have all of these... There's the first Native American, first, so many firsts, and so many new women. Muslim and all, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, the first hijabi. Yeah. Um, so <sighs> diverse. So women are fighting back, and I think that is the best thing to come out of Trump's presidency. Like, we've seen... Like me, people get more involved, right. you know? Yeah. Like, I was already paying attention, but I wasn't doing anything about it. And I know there are still so many people like that. They, like, go march once a year, if that. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh, well, I did my activism for the year. And whatever, I'm just going to I bitch. posted it on social media, so I'm good. People know yeah. I'm, I'm about it. Insta I'm bad about it. So, but it's like, no, we have to do more throughout the year. But I don't know if people are really ready for a woman and then a black woman at that. Yeah. What do you think about that? What if Kamala Harris was to get become president? You know, people are digging up so much stuff right now about her when she was a prosecutor and all. And it's like, we knew that would happen. That happens with almost every president. But we have someone who said, grab women by the pussy. And he's still there. And there he is. He's there. In office. In office. In the best, most powerful office. Right. In the world. Yeah. Are we ready for a black woman? I mean, I don't know if the question is, are we ready? I think America deserves a woman and a black woman and a gay woman and a disabled. You know, I think America deserves to be rec- like represented. Um, I don't know if the question is, are we ready? I think the question is like, I don't know what the question is. So, well, look, so I know pun- it can happen. It can happen. I think it will it should happen. happen. It will happen. But. I think we are. How sexist is the patriarchy? Yeah. I guess is the question. Yeah. Because I think we, a lot of us are ready, but are they ready? Or is the white man ready? Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Has the patriarchy fallen yet? Right. Enough so that, yeah, I mean, they already have articles out about Kamala, about, you know, how she used to date this person when she was in San Francisco. And it's like, why? Why do we care? Yeah. No one talks about who the men used to date or who they are also currently fucking okay. like <laughs> prostitutes. Mm. Like what? No. Mm-hmm. So I know that women face a harsher standard. Like they just have to really weather the storm. And Hillary did that with flying colors. And I think Kamala will too. Yeah. I think it's a really good, you know, I think this is going to be talked about. Way too much and way too soon. <laughs> um, is society, like, have we, if, if how long ago was it now? Two years, three? Yeah. <laughs> that Hillary lost. Yeah. If, if society was so pervasively sexist that Hillary Clinton didn't have enough votes to win the Electoral College, which I think is a broken system. Mm-hmm. Like, she won by three million votes. Let's be really honest. She did the majority of people voted for Hillary. Yes. So the majority of people did not fall to the lies and the sexist manipulation that was presented about her and in the media and stuff. Um, so I think society was ready then and we just have a broken system. Yeah. Um, so 
can a woman get through this broken system? Yeah. I honestly... Hell yeah. I honestly think, yeah. Women fix broken homes all the time. Broken people. Like, I think we're ready. There's just so much more that women have to weather. And I think that still sucks, that that still exists. Mm -hmm. Like, they're going to talk, you know... Women have this double standard of her voice is too shrill or she doesn't care enough because look at how, you know, she's she looks like she's bored. She's talking monotonously. She's a slut. She's dressing too sexy. Like she's dressing dress. like a fucking right. scrub. Women can never win. Women can never win. So can, you know, the general society recognize that that's a patriarchal tool mm-hmm. and that that has nothing to do with if she's willing or and ready. And I think... Um, you know, the Democrats that the women, the female Democratic um, people who have put their name in the ring um, are like Hillary Clinton was the most qualified right. person in general to ever run for president. And I think we have some fucking superstars mm-hmm. uh, on our list this year, too, like Elizabeth Warren, Kamala Harris. Um, man, it's just a matter of whether how much educating have we done in the past three years. Right. And the fact that, like you said, they'll bring up, oh, what is she wearing? Like Hillary Clinton oh, and her pantsuits. Like, come on I do now. that sometimes too, though. <laughs> and then uh, I know one concern was, oh, women are too emotional. Oh, she's going to click that red button and send us into war. It's like, okay, let's look at fucking Trump, yo. I was just about to <sighs> say, do we see the temper tantrum that is daily Trump? <laughs> daily, daily with the hands crossed and everything looking sad and... Do we see that every day, all yeah. day? The hypocrisy is tweeting about it. Cut it with a knife, man. All day, every day. But he gets a he gets a pass because he's a white he's dude. A white man, you know. He's a white man. White privilege is real. Oh God, male privilege, white male privilege. <laughs> he's got all of it. Born all into money of it. And but will they respect this woman if she was to become president? That's the thing. See, that's another question because. Obama, obviously, was half black. Mm -hmm. And in America's eyes, he was black because he is black. Um, And I remember, again, white Mormon Mesa. uh, I was in like seventh grade, must have been. uh, Oh, no. 2008, I was a sophomore in high school. And I remember like going over to friends' houses and their moms, Mormon moms, being convinced and having articles printed out that Obama is the Antichrist. Oh my goodness. And their kids would be like, okay, yeah, my mom's a little like extra about it, but like America America isn't ready for a black president. America's too racist. And I noticed a pattern of that. Oh sure, I'd vote for him, but like he can't win. America's too racist. And I'm like, no. You're you are <laughs> you're telling on yourself yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. So but then, you know, Obama, we saw black people rally. Like, Obama won by these incredible margins with black men and women. Mm. Um, Hillary, women didn't get as excited for her. And I don't understand why. Like, again, 53% of white women did not vote for Hillary. And she did win the majority of all women because non-white people have been knowing this forever. Mm -hmm. But... Even Obama won by a, a bigger margin with women. women. So, yeah, I think 
people are definitely falling for the sexist narrative, you know, but her emails, it's like, yo, how many hours did she stand trial for that? Mm-hmm. And how, like, did anything come out of it? No, hey, it didn't. But like now Trump's under federal investigation. Right. <laughs> There's like privilege of being a Republican too. Like people just don't care what your standards are and what you do. Like... Why do Republicans not care? You get away with so much, right? What the fuck? Like, evangelicals have... Like, Trump has never been more popular with evangelical Christians, but, like, except for now, he mm-hmm. keeps getting more popular. It's mm-hmm. so fucking weird. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I don't... It does suck. Again, it does suck that more women voted for Obama than they did for Hillary, but do you think that is because we're used to be men being leaders? Mm, yeah, I definitely think they yeah. fell a little bit for the... But again, she still won. Hillary still won. Right. But I do think more people fell for the sexist narrative that was... Mm-hmm. Men are in yeah. most of the churches. And, leaders, yeah. And most of the... Um, well, all of the presidents. So it's all Literally <laughs> all of them? All of them. So well, Women haven't even been able to vote for 100 years in this country. Yeah. Yeah. 99 years, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And it took, what, four decades, seven decades of fighting for women to get the right to vote with suffragettes? Imagine that. So I don't think it's going to take us seven decades. I definitely think we're going to have a woman this next round. I, I was going to say, you know, I'm about my music and Tupac, he once said, we ain't ready to see a black president in his song changes. And we did. So I feel like, especially with women being bold and brave enough to come out now and run for president, I do feel like it can happen in our lifetime. I do. I'm not sure it's going to happen for 2020, but I do think it will happen. Maybe 2032 or something like that. But for 2020, I'm not sure. And I wish I was more sure. I do. Yeah. I, there are so many things that it depends on. Like, we've obviously seen that America's ready for women when it comes to so many other offices. Like, we elected right. more women than ever this go around. Um, and women are stepping up to the plate to run, too. Like, uh, it used to be, and it probably still is, a lot of women have to be asked to run for office. Um, and a lot of women are just stepping up, and there are a lot of tools like she should run.org or .com, but it, like, it gives you the tools to learn how to run. Um, and I think they like, she should run normally has like a couple hundred. And after Trump got elected, they had a couple thousand women sign up. I signed up. (laughs) I was going to ask you, would you run? Oh God. Um, hypothetically speaking, if you had an opportunity, totally you would. Yeah. It, it just comes down to, you know, I live in super liberal LA. So most of the time I'm taken care of when it comes to my beliefs being, and you know, you have to have so much money to run here and you have to, it's crazy to run here. It's Mm -hmm. like, there's so much competition with people who have so much more political clout than I do. So this go around, I chose to instead like support another candidate that had a, you know, she was living up in, it was Katie Hill. Mm -hmm. Um, and she was from there and she, you know, when the right opportunity comes along, I will totally take it and be like, no other woman is running. Cool. Guess I am. Yeah. No other Democrats running. Cool. Guess I am. But I live in two, two, um, California is like, has way too much people power. So I'm not needed, which is great. I love it here. Uh, I don't know. Maybe if I moved to the OC and they need a Democrat, but I honestly think, um, 
we've seen so much girl power over the past couple years. Go girl. Go girl. <laughs> hey, hence this podcast. Because women are powerful. Hello. God, women are everything. And it's about fucking time that the world starts to recognize that a little bit more. But it's about time that women are even recognizing that more because, like we said, oh, oh yeah. they keep, uh, you know, voting these men in. But it's like, hold up. Mm-hmm. I got the power, too. I can do this. So it's like we had to recognize our own power and our own voice. Oh, women are number one best at being their own critics. Like mm-hmm. they say something about um, women candidates who send in their resumes for a job are like more likely to be more qualified because women won't, they'll be like, oh, no, I can't. I'm not good enough for this job. I won't send it in. So men that are sending in their applications, like, they'll also have qualified men. But more men who don't have the skills to do that job are like, oh, yeah, no, I could totally do this. You know what I mean? <laughs> the ego. They, yeah. they can do everything. Like, they definitely need to, like, calm down. Calm it down. Fellas. But, yeah, women just need to, like, I don't think they are going to calm down. So I think women just have to, like, go for it. Go you for know? it. Don't, don't hold yourself back, ladies. You can do it. Come on. I think you can run for, for president one day. Girl, I'm, I've been arrested. I am way too liberal. <laughs> I'm I'm like the free the nipple type feminist. They're going to be like, this girl's crazy. Free the nipple. Dude, people think Elizabeth Warren is too liberal. They're going to be like, this crazy bitch. She wants to give how much in reparations? <laughs> like, uh, I would love it. I would love it. Oh I feel God. like some type of office. I think you'd do really well. When are you running, Ashley? Yeah, no, that's not my thing. <laughs> I do want to show some love to some people on social media. I asked this question, and Pacey Williams says, uh, yes, this should have, with the question again, are we ready for a woman to be the president of the U.S.? He said, yes, it should have happened 100 years ago. There have been plenty of overqualified women to run this country in the last 100 years, but men mm-hmm. are pigs and wouldn't vote for a woman. How about that? A lot of people are pigs. A lot of people are pigs. We have Stephen who said it should happen if she is qualified and dedicated, but it won't again because this country is too pig headed mm. to allow it to happen. And Rio underscore summer said way better than the punk than they got in there. It has to be a humble girl from the hood. <laughs> Kamala. Kamala. I love it. Yeah, she's from Oakland. Like, uh-huh. come on. She knows the streets. She knows. And she's hard like i see her questioning and she wants you to answer you better not give her just a yes or you should give her a yes or no mm-hmm. she tries to go Excuse and dig for that answer yeah the the kavanaugh hearing oh yeah i was like oh she wants answers it, i was like where's my popcorn she's good <laughs> she's good yeah that was probably one of the only parts of the kavanaugh hearings that i could actually watch <laughs> because i was like yes take control because right. watching him cry and like be guilty and then get away with it was I was watching Kamala on CNN, and there was this uh, student from the school that they were at um, who was studying poli-sci, and he had a better question that I ever would have been able to, like, come up with. And he was saying, you know, you um, fought really hard uh, for, like, I know truancy was one thing that Mm -hmm. she was, like, trying to, um, you know, get parents in trouble if their kids skip because they were having lots of, yeah, issues with truancy and um oh there were a number of issues that he brought up with her being the attorney general was it the three strikes law the the death penalty yeah he that was one of them he brought up the death penalty and was like you used to be a proponent for it and 
he, he these were all things that I felt that she needed to address and be like, yeah, I did used to be pro-death penalty. I've since learned. Or, yeah, I did uh, fight against having um, low-level drug, um, people who were in jail for drugs released. And, yeah, I did do this. And instead what she said was, I've been very consistent throughout my career. That's what she said. Mm -hmm. And she talked about a bunch of good things that she did. And I'm like, okay. I don't know if that was like a move that some political person, you know, advisor told her to do to not, but I need people, but no one does this. That's another thing. Like men will never apologize for, you know, their past mistakes. Absolutely not. But like, I need a progressive to do that. Do you need her to own it? Yeah. I need her to be like, holy shit. When I was AG, like I did this, this, and this whole, like, wow, that was stupid, and because I was so stupid, I know exactly how to do it now. Mm -hmm. And she has been, her voting record since she became senator shows how progressive she is. She's super progressive. She's not doing the same shit that she was doing then. And I know that when you have a job, like being the AG, Mm -hmm. like, you're going to imprison people. Right. You know, but then there's uh, Sean King, who, I forget the name of his movement, but he's working to get super liberal AGs elected so that, you know, they can fight the um, the pipeline to prison system mm-hmm. and they can, you know, fight discrimination against people of color and, you know. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I just really, like, maybe she's not allowed to be apologetic because that shows weakness or something. But I, I don't feel that way. I need her to be like, I learned so fucking much from that. That's Growth. never going to happen again. Right. It's about life and life and a journey. It's about growing. And if I, I do, I do agree with you with that. Like if she was to own it instead of being like, well, I've been consistent. No, just say, all right. Yeah, I, I do see where I messed up back in the day, but mm-hmm. I'm gonna make some changes and this is how it's going to go now. Then I understand that that as well. But I do have to say, I don't love Elizabeth Warren mostly because of her Pocahontas stuff. What do you mean? That she went and got Trump always calls her Pocahontas, right? Because mm-hmm. she claims to be Native American. He was like, I'll give you a million dollars to donate to your charity of choice if you go get, you know, the DNA testing. So she did. Yeah. Knowing that he wasn't going to pay her. Like, I I don't honestly know what she was thinking. Mm-hmm. It came out that she has like one sixteenth Native American or something tiny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then she tries to claim, oh, hey, look, there it is. And then all these Native American leaders came out and were like, no, girl. Nah, <laughs> so like it was just really hurtful to yeah. Native Americans to yeah. like have that whole thing in the media. Right. And I still don't know what the fuck she was thinking. I was saying for what? All for what? You know, you don't have to prove anything to Trump. Like. If your family has stories of you being a Native American, like, don't claim to be Native American, Mm -hmm. but that's cool. You have those stories. You can be proud of your heritage. Mm -hmm. My third great grandma was a slave. And my first grandma, my dad's mom, was the first black woman to graduate from St. Olaf's College. Wait, say that one more time. Yeah. My grandmother was the first black woman to graduate from St. Olaf's College, I think in Minnesota. Okay. She was white passing, so she lied to us Mm. and said that she was white but when we look and she probably told the college she was white too but the college was doing like a documentary and called us and was like hi we're looking for robert formicella they're like uh this is you know we're calling from saint olaf's because we're doing a documentary on the first black woman 
Because, you know, back in the day, one drop rule or whatever, yeah, drop of blood. Yeah, one drop rule. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you look at her graduation pictures, like, you can tell she has black features. Okay. Uh, but she was white passing. Wow. So, yeah. But I would never, ever claim to be black. Yeah. So when Elizabeth Warren is like, I'm Native American, I'm like, you stupid cunt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, don't say that. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so when Elizabeth Warren was like, I'm Native American, I was like, you stupid bitch. <laughs> That's better? Lord. <laughs> Do you like the word hunty? I learned the word hunty the other day. What is that? It's a mixture of honey and cunt. No. Who taught you that? <laughs> it's from RuPaul's Drag Race. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right, hunty. Oh I don't know, man. I hear hunty, but I didn't know that's what it was for. I say hunty all the time. Okay, I learned hunty. that the other day, yeah. I thought it was like emphasis on honey. No, oh, it means honey cunt. Wow. But it's like, sometimes we can be a honey and sometimes we can be a little cunty. So what's good, hunty? Oh, okay. I love the cunt word. You learn I love it so much. every day. <laughs> I'm going to keep all that in there. <laughs> <laughs> but so overall, can, are we ready for a woman to be president? I think a lot of us are ready. I think we've been ready. We we're born ready for this. But is uh, the white man ready I, I just. I don't think the I white think man's ever her, ready. I think they would give her hell. They're going like Kamala to. Harris, they would give her hell. Michelle Obama wasn't even president, and they oh were giving God. her so much hell. Her husband was a president, but you have pictures of her being a monkey and st- like, what is this about? Yeah, like, I, I honestly, I think uh, people who are in power are afraid to give it up. And, like, yeah, in some ways, yeah. I can understand that. Like, you're in a powerful position. Why would you want to give that away? But I'm over here like, oh, because people like you are also, like, homeless people are people. Black people are people. Like, even having to say that sentence, like, isn't that crazy? blows my mind. That you have to say, oh, that's Black people person. are people. Black people are people. I'm a person. You don't know any black people that you love? Like, What? You don't know one trans person. Right. For someone to not realize that black people are people like, again, I grew up in white Mormon Mesa. There was one black kid in my entire junior high. Mm-hmm. How are, I don't, I don't understand people who aren't like empaths and mm-hmm. like, no, I want to be all powerful and fuck everyone else. Right. Yeah. Trump has no empathy <laughs> at all. <laughs> at oh, all. He's, he's like narcissist like he's got some absolutely he's got some stuff going on girl narcissist is a whole nother uh podcast mm-hmm. we'll talk about a whole nother Honestly. time but yeah for someone to a man to give up their power i'm not sure that um uh, america is ready for that i'm not sure of it i think it depends on so many different factors like we've seen how strong the feminist activist you know women's march me too movements have been so are those women who are posting hashtag me too who are tweeting girl power who are doing all those things will they one show up to volunteer will they two put their money where their mouth is and support the democratic female candidate no matter you know no matter what is said about her um because i'm sure you know i'm you saw uh, Cory Booker mm-hmm. uh, put his name in mm-hmm. no, recently. No, you th- why? I didn't see it. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying no to Cory. I no, mean, also I no to Corey it. because it's all about Kamala. But <laughs> um, 
like, will we, the women who say that we're going to, will we actually get out there and donate our time and resources? And will the Democratic, you know, party put their time and resources into a woman as much as they will a man? I think that is honestly all it depends on. Will we work hard for this? Because I know America's ready as long as, you know, people aren't sitting behind their computer Mm -hmm. and just tweeting about it. You have to call your senators. 202-224-3121, just in case. What's the number again? 202-224-3121. Oh, girl. (laughs) Got it memorized. (laughs) Wake up, brush your teeth. 202-224-3121. Make your breakfast. (laughs) 202-224-3121. We can't be armchair activists. If we want this change, we are going to have to work for it. And I think that's going to be the number one determining factor. You know, volunteer to get people to the polls. Volunteer to register voters. Like, spend your time doing shit for free Mm -hmm. so that we can break that highest glass ceiling, as Hillary would call it, you know? Instead of may the best man win, being, you know, or, you know, just the man. Best woman. (laughs) You know. (laughs) Let a woman win. Let it be that. But I do think Kamala is dope because, like I said, she is from the hood, streets of Oakland, so she can relate to both sides, the hood and where she is right now. I think she'd be great. I just don't think we're ready. I totally I want her do. to smile a little more, too. That's just... <laughs> oh, my God, Ashley. She's so hardcore, and I understand. <sighs> I feel like with women... Have you ever been to one of her rallies? I haven't. Did you? Okay. Yeah. She smiles all the time. Okay. Those. Okay. Thanks for but telling me But when she's that. like, you know, oh, talking about Kavanaugh, like, fuck you. Yes. I or know. She's like working on hard shit, you know? I, I get it. I get it. It's, it's the setting, but because I'm like, oh, she's so hard. And I, I did, she is trying to relate. I did see her post some videos about some of her favorite songs out right now and everything. Mm-hmm. So she's trying to get that vote. That's probably will appeal to the younger people, the, the I college I mean, I just students. think she's cool. I think she's relatable. She's young. She's She has exactly the same amount of experience that Obama did when he ran for president, one you know term of being a senator. Yeah. And I honestly think it's important for someone, finally, to be in the highest office in this country who, like, is and represents the issues that we're fighting for. Mm-hmm. Like, she is part black. So she knows on a personal level the Black Lives Matters and police brutality issues yes. and the prison of pipeline issues. She, again, is from Oakland. So she knows that firsthand. It's not a man that's legislating if a woman can have a baby or not, mm-hmm. you know? She's a woman, so she can talk. She can firsthand know about those issues. It is time for America to be actually, re- like, represented. Right. I've got so much intensity right now. <laughs> I'm like, ah! It's so time. And like, I feel bad for Kamala in so many ways because I know she's like about to have to weather the fucking shit storm. Yeah. But it's happening already. Oh, but, God. Yeah. But she'll she'll get through it. I think she's strong enough. Oh, yeah. I don't have any qualms about that. I just like when Obama was president. And actually, I feel bad for women. Because we all know when Obama was president, like racism ramped up. You know, right. we didn't re- know that our neighbors were racist until they were like, mm, you know, fuck that mm-hmm. uh, monkey president. Yeah. It's like, oh, 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 now that we have a black president, like, you think that you can talk about black people like mm-hmm. this. That's weird. Never heard worse. this before from you. It got worse. And then on the flip side, some people say, oh, racism doesn't exist nah. anymore. We have a black president. I voted for a black what? man, so I'm not racist. Like, wait, I have what? black friends. You can physically be black and still be racist, dumbass. Okay. okay. Women voted for Trump. Obviously, women can be misogynistic. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so funny. 
I'm surprised he's still in. I'm honestly not. People keep really? saying, yeah. People keep saying he's going to be arrested. He's going to be indicted. I'm like, no, nah, he's not. We got to vote him out. I'm surprised he's still in. Do you think, though, that someone else will be president for 2020? Oh, at least, oh God. Right? Hopefully. Oh, God. At least that much. I know enough people who voted for Trump who now regret their vote. Um, I know very few that still support Trump. They're there. But I know I know I know too many that now have changed their minds. Like I honestly think they might send a Republican to run against him, you know? <laughs> honestly, because there's he has no chance in hell. If he does, I swear. Like everyone says we're gonna move. Like we really have to make that move. Oh God. <laughs> no, I'm sticking it out here. I gotta fix my country. Yeah. See, you know? Yes, Chelly. That's why I love you. Go girl. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta fix my people. I gotta wake up the whites. <laughs> I gotta wake up the whites. <laughs> that should be your hashtag. Wake, wake up, up the, the whites. whites. <laughs> I mean, if Donald Trump isn't gonna do it, fucking nobody's going to. Godly. Oh. That was heavy. That was heavy. This is my shit. Yes. I'm awake now. <laughs> is there anything else you want to say about this and women taking their power back? Like I said, I do love that we have women that are out there and ready. They're doing it. They're going to try their best. I'm pretty sure a lot of us will rally behind them. So I am excited about this movement and this yes. wave. Yes. So I'm ready. I'm definitely ready for Kamala. And more so than that. I'm ready for the education to be there. I'm ready for schools to t- start teaching about more about, you know, not just the MLK of black history mm-hmm. uh, and not just the suffragettes of women's history. Mm-hmm. I'm ready for sex ed to start teaching consent. Like, right. I definitely think it's going to be that's going to be a slow roll mm-hmm. that I think we'll see in our lifetime. But I think 2020 is it's a woman. The year of the woman. Yeah. I think you asked the right question because. You know, there's a lot to talk about. Like, are we ready? Instead of, do you think it will be a woman? Mm -hmm. I need media to stop asking if it's going to be a woman. It is going to be a woman. And we just have to, like, fight for that woman. Yeah. God, it just, it brings me back to the Obama days. Like, do you think America's ready for a black person? Because it's like, no, I know America's super racist, but, like. We were scared for him. We were oh, scared yeah. for him. It, it was a lot of emotions that time. And I was excited because it was the first time I was able to vote. I had just turned 18 that year. And so I, I worked the polls yes, and everything. I'm like, yes, did. I'm doing it. Yes. So, girl, we he won. And we went to Fridays, Magic Johnson Fridays. Oh. <laughs> and... We were doing the electric slide and everything. We had Tupac oh, playing. Like, we ain't ready to see a black president. And the, the DJ kept mixing that part in. And yes. we just were so happy. And then we were like, okay. Oh, no. This is going to be. Really, he's really in there. Mm. He really has to do something. And I know a lot of people are saying, oh, well, he didn't do much and stuff. Like yeah, by no means was Obama perfect. Like, he right. had more deportations in his mm-hmm. presidency than a lot of than any of them, I think mm-hmm. like by no means was he perfect. He didn't do anything about the standing rock pipeline. Like there's, he didn't do anything about black lives matter stuff. Yeah. 
Uh, I don't know if he could have done anything on a federal level with that. I'm, I don't know. Sure. I just wanted him to raise his fist in his air in the <laughs> air and say Black Lives Matter, you know? Girl, he wasn't doing that. <laughs> and- By no means was he perfect. And I am 100% ready for a progressive. Just not Bernie Sanders. Not no Bernie no Sanders. old white people 2020. No old white people who don't get Sorry, it. Sorry, Elizabeth, I love you, but no old white people 2020. <laughs> But yeah, so uh, yeah, we were excited. It was a good time. But I know in the inauguration, we were like, okay, he's still okay. He's walking now. He's get back in the car. Oh God. We don't want nothing to happen. Get back in the car. <laughs> he was walking around afterwards yes. in the open air. But he was not to going to him. let fear win he, by that. doing that. He showed America fear lost today. Yeah, like fear definitely won with Trump, and it's continuing to win. Right, and. We just need to get him out. We'll get him out next year. Mm-hmm. We'll get a Bye. woman. Let's just say it. We'll have our first female, female president. president. Woo! <laughs> hey, hey. He said it first here on Go Girl. <laughs> I mean, Hillary did yeah. break. She was the first w- woman to ever get the Democratic nomination. So we, we started somewhere. We're just going to keep on growing. It is time. Exactly. Small baby steps. Small steps and celebrate every victory. Exactly. So go girl to Hillary and go girl to these ladies w- running this time around. Kamala. Yes. Kamala. And go girl to, is it Kamala? Kamala. It's, I just watched this uh, video that Kamala put out uh, and it's, Kids explain how to say her name. I know, but I thought they said Kamala. Uh uh-uh. uh. It's the word Kamala. comma, like a period, dot dash, comma, la, Kamala. Kamala. It's not Kamala. It's not Kamala. It's Kamala. Kamala Harris. I'm Kamala Harris, and I approve this message. Damn, I'm so sorry. I've been saying it wrong. <laughs> I and just, I watched that video. And did I thought, you? Yes, but not today. Kamala. <laughs> not today. I did when she became senator, but I think she'll forgive you. Okay, sorry, <laughs> Kamala. She's Kamala. got um, a unique, beautiful name. Yeah, like I love that. So many people are going to have to learn how to say it. Yep, and everyone. President name. Kamala. Yes. Yeah. We're going to say that's going to happen. Go girl. Go girl. <laughs> I'm so excited. This was fun. Thank you, Shella, <laughs> for coming through. And um, yeah, we'll be out there marching next year when when she, she wins. She It'll wins. be a celebratory march. There it is. Celebrate good times. Come on. <laughs> Celebrate good times. Come on. <laughs> you got to play that music out now. I am. <laughs> And speaking of celebration, it is time for a Go Girl shout out. The beautiful, the sassy Shirley Chisholm. She was the first black woman elected to the United States Congress. And she was like, look, I'm going to go hard or I'm going to go home. So she went a little bit harder. She became the first black woman to run for president. You go, girl. She was an advocate for women and minorities. She focused on racial and gender equality, the plight of the poor, and even ending the Vietnam War. And Shirley Chisholm passed away in 2005, and she said she just wanted to be known for having guts. And she did. Because as a black woman now, first of all, we're a double minority. We're black and we're women. It's already hard out here in these streets. In 2019, it's hard in these streets. Imagine being a woman in the 70s during the post-civil rights movement. And she's trying to run for the country. That woman had guts. 
So you go, girl. She knew what she was up against. She even had this to say. If anybody would ask me, well, what was the greatest thing that stood in your way of trying to really move up politically? I would have to say men. White men, black men, Puerto Rican. Men. Men. That's all. They gave me a hard time because they said one thing about Shirley Chisholm. She's too darn outspoken. She never keeps quiet. Well, I'm glad she didn't keep quiet. And that's the reason why I'm talking about her right now on Go Girl, because women are powerful. She knew her power. She took her voice. She didn't let anything or anyone or any man stand in her way. You go, girl. Now it's time for some music motivation. motivation. This is where I pick a quote from a song and motivate you with it. So this week... I'm sorry, I got to give it to Ice Cube. 1999, next Friday soundtrack. You can do it, put your back into it. I should have been a rapper. But although he was talking about something totally different, you can apply that line to your life too. You see these women running for president? I'm sure they thought, you know what, I could do this too. Let me just put my back into it. I know the men are going to come at me. I know people might think I cannot do this, but I'm going to show them that I can. So you have to step out of your comfort zone. People will try to throw curveballs at you and say, nah, I don't know if that's what you really should be doing with your life. How about this? How about doing that? Nah, son, you know your vision. You know what makes you happy. You know or you're learning what your passion is, and you can do that. It'll feel uncomfortable at first, but that'll motivate you to try harder, especially if someone says, nah, you can't. Girl, bye. Boy, bye. So push yourself because sometimes someone will not be there to answer the phone, to go out to lunch with you, to take that meeting, to answer that email about any question you might have about following certain goals and certain dreams of yours. So what you going to do, quit? No. Hell no. You push yourself a little harder. You motivate yourself. And I'll tell you straight up, it is hard sometimes. Sometimes it's like, oh. I know I should be doing this, but I don't feel like it. You'll have those days, and that's normal. But do it anyway. Just start, and then all of your ideas will start flowing. The resources will start coming. All right? You can do it. Put your back into it. But surround yourself with people who do support you. Some people probably don't understand your vision, but if they're still there, like, girl, you can do it. You go, girl. Then those are the people you need around you. As long as it's something safe and legal, because we don't want you to go to jail or anything like that. But for your dreams and your goals that's going to make you money, or you're following a hobby or pursuing your purpose, turning your passion into your paycheck, have friends that support you. Have friends that really know you and can see what you're trying to do with your life. Have friends that will speak life into you instead of tearing you down and just fall back. Some people you got to love from a distance. Like, all right, I don't need that type of energy in my life. I don't need that type of negativity around me. So I'm just going to fall back. I'm going to work on my passion. And let me tell you, those friends will be right back. As soon as they see that you're living out your dream, and they might be asking you questions. When it came to radio, I had people like, what? Radio? Radio's dead. All these negative things. And then when I started doing radio, who was hitting a sister up? Who was hitting me up, though, and saying, oh, 
Like, I love what you're doing. How can I be down? Or now I'm trying to do a radio show, too. Can I ask you some questions? Can I pick your brain? And then because I'm nice, I'm like, all right, you know, I'll, I'll help you out. But they weren't messing with you at first. It's like, shout out to Mike Jones. So if you have some goals for 2019, say you want to get it right, get it tight, your body. You're, you're on your health journey right now. Say you want to do more for the community. You want to go to the church a little more. Spend more time with friends and family. Maybe not spend so much money. All of your goals. You want to start that business? Mama, I'm here to tell you that you can do it. Put your back into it. Don't let nobody stop you. You got this. You go, girl. That wraps up this episode of Go Girl because women are powerful. I have to thank my guest, activist and host of Mod Rats podcast, Chella, for coming on by and speaking about women being the president of the United States of America. Be sure to follow me on social media to let me know what you think. I'm on Instagram and Facebook at I am Ashley Caprice and on Twitter at Ashley Caprice. Be sure to follow and subscribe to my podcast, which you can find every week on www.ashleycaprice.com. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back next week. And remember, I am on the right path. See you next week, girl.